Hello, my dears. You're listening to White Stag Conversations, the personal growth podcast where spirit and science meet for your best self and optimal health. I'm your host and NLP coach, Natasha, and today I'm going to share some calming and grounding techniques for while you're on the go. This topic actually came in as a request on my Instagram, and I thought it was a great idea because we all have those moments when we're flustered, overwhelmed, stressed, or even triggered, but we don't always have the time or the ability to completely stop what we're doing to manage it. So these are my five favorite tricks and techniques that I've learned over the years and have worked for me. I'll also record a separate episode specifically for the peripheral vision technique because it's a great one to have bookmarked or easily accessible. And having it in another episode means you can download or save that one individually and have it on hand without having to listen to the rest of my spiel from this episode. Before we jump in, a quick disclaimer. If you are experiencing panic or anxiety attacks, dissociative symptoms, or you find that you are unable to continue with daily tasks or responsibilities on a regular basis... I suggest speaking with a mental health professional to receive some more in-depth or permanent care rather than just the tricks I'm sharing with you today. These tips are great tools to have in your pocket, but if you are experiencing anxiety on a regular basis, there may be a larger issue at hand, um, and I don't want it to disrupt your life regularly. That said, let's dive in. One of my favorite grounding tools is called the 54321 technique. It isn't as simple as counting down from five. It actually incorporates all of your senses as well as your surroundings. This is a great one if you're in a public or social setting, and even if you're driving or on public transit, because it actively keeps you present and focused on what's in front of you to help you calm those racing thoughts. This technique can also be modified if needed as a result of hearing loss, vision impairments, or if you are unable to smell or taste. I would just add more into the other senses. So for the 54321 technique, we start by taking a few deep breaths, counting to three in through the nose, hold for three, and exhale for three counts. Hold for three, and repeat. This gets you focusing on your breath. While you're doing this, have a look at your surroundings. After you've taken a few deep breaths, name five things you can see that are red or yellow or blue or any color that will keep your attention. It's best if you say them out loud, but you can say them quietly to yourself or just in your head if you're not alone. Now name four things you can hear around you, taking a breath between each item. Then name three things you can feel, such as temperature, the ground you're standing on or the seat you're sitting in, the feeling of a breeze, any three things that you can feel. Now you're going to name two things that you can smell and finally one thing you can taste. Make an effort to notice the things which you may not usually, such as the detail in a painting that you see every day or the sound of traffic driving by or your neighbor's music. This will help bring you present, allow you to catch your breath, and keep you in the moment. You may repeat this as needed until you feel grounded in the now. The next tool is a great trick for those who dissociate or maybe have an urge to self-harm. 
It's a bit shocking to the body, so it's an excellent tool to help bring you present quickly. And it is the ice cube technique, and it's exactly as it sounds. Take an ice cube from the freezer, or if you live where it snows, grab a handful of snow, and you're going to hold it tight in your hand for as long as possible. It may get painful because of the cold, but if it gets too painful, please put it down. I don't want you to injure yourself, especially if you're outside in the snow. The cold from the ice shocks your attention towards your hands and into the present moment, and you can take the time to notice how the ice melts, if there's air pockets in the ice cube or debris, does the ice feel different as it melts or the longer you hold it, notice how the water drips from your hands. Anything to keep you present and distracted until the feeling of overwhelm or being triggered passes. This next technique is about thinking in categories and can be another great way to distract your mind if you're in a public situation because it's discreet and internal. Start by picking a category such as colors, ice cream flavors, insects, or sports teams, and then take a minute or two to list off as many things as possible within that category that you can. This keeps your brain focused on something other than the stressor and helps you to regain control of your calm and emotions while you're distracted. This is also a technique I often use when I can't sleep. You can do a similar technique with numbers. You can run through a multiplication table or count backwards from 100, you know, by 2. Anything that stimulates and distracts the mind for a minute or two will allow you to find some calm and regain that control. Visualizations are another fantastic way to find peace and let go of the feeling of stress and overwhelm. I recorded a meditation a while ago that's available in my Facebook group, um, Personal Growth Junkies, and it induces a visualization of placing the triggers, stressors, negative thoughts, emotions, or feelings into a rushing river and watching as they get taken away by the current and washed downstream. When they're gone, you imagine the water becoming still and calm so that it has a perfect reflection because it's so still. You can also visualize your favorite place. If it's a beach, really put yourself into the visualization. Imagine not only what it looks like, but how the waves would sound, the feel of your toes in the sand and the sun on your skin, the smell of the ocean or sunscreen or a cool drink. Let your imagination run wild inside this visualization instead of creating and elaborating on a horrible scenario that's causing you the anxiety. Lastly is the peripheral vision technique. Similar to the 54321 technique, peripheral vision incorporates each of your senses. However, while taking in your surroundings, you're going to keep your eyes fixed on one spot and observe only through your periphery. This is one that I will do a separate recording for, guiding you through it in more detail. But essentially, you're going to choose a spot that's ahead of you and above your natural eye line. If you're indoors, I like the spot where the ceiling meets the wall. Keep your eyes on this spot through the entire technique. Notice everything about this spot. Bring your hands up to either side of your face and slowly pull them back until wiggling your fingers is just on the edge of your peripheral view. Notice how far around you your vision goes, even without moving your eyes. Gradually expand your vision and awareness outward and notice that even though your eyes have not moved, you can still see the space around you. Take note of each thing you can see through your peripheral vision without moving your eyes. 
Now notice all the things you can hear while still keeping your visual focus on that original spot. What do you hear? What can you feel? Do you smell anything? Using your senses and spatial awareness, paint a picture of what the room or space looks like behind you, still keeping your eyes fixed on that same spot. You can stay in peripheral vision for as long as needed. You will find that your breathing begins to slow, your heartbeat will slow, and your muscles will relax. I know when I do it, my jaw muscles relax because I tend to clench and get really tense in my jaw. That's because this technique actually triggers the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for calming you down. When you're calm and relaxed, you may bring your focus back to that point and come back into the room. This technique of peripheral vision is one that I teach my clients in our very first session because it's an incredibly valuable tool to have on hand in the event that stress or emotion becomes too much. When the parasympathetic nervous system is activated, it is nearly impossible to be anxious, stressed, or worried because it just is not compatible with adrenaline. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you were able to learn some new tools and techniques for calming and grounding while you're on the go. If you got some value or learned a new trick, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to connect with me on social at White Stag Co. on Facebook or whitestagco.ca on Instagram. You can also reach out to me via email at hello at whitestagco.ca. Please rate and review White Stag Conversations on iTunes as it helps more people to discover the podcast and hopefully get some mental health education and tips out to the people who could benefit from it. I'll be back next week with more personal growth goodies, so make sure you're subscribed and we'll talk soon.